Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Tranquil Leaves podcast episode. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I'm Patrick. I am one of your hosts. And I'm Risha. <laughs> our other host. And today we are going to be going through the suit of wands and the tarot minor arcana. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am drinking me some. This is that Tazo passion fruit tea, I think. Passion oh, fruit oh, tea. The, oh, passion tea, because it has hibiscus in it. Yeah, whatever that is. It's a flower. No, I meant like that tea. <laughs> what are you drinking with that? Um, uh, so I was just out doing some self care. Ooh, love that. Um, so I have some more horchata because this is my comfort drink. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so let's get started. Hopefully, you all could hear that. <laughs> Yeah, I just remembered that I did not have my headphones yet, so hopefully it's not echoing too bad. <laughs> oh. um, I wonder, like, what horchata would taste like with boba in it. Like, probably good because the texture is similar to like a milk tea. Um, it probably would taste really good. I've never thought about putting boba in horchata, but it probably would be really good. So, yes, all right, my headphones are in. Let's get into these wounds. I'm getting so warm because of this drink. <laughs> Passion. Mm-hmm. Inspiration. Action. And so sometimes it can be a little hot too. You know. But we need that. Because <laughs> without that, then it's like, you know, flowers wouldn't bud and butterflies wouldn't emerge from chrysalises and stuff like that. So. All right, so let's get into the suit of wands, starting with the ace. So the suit of wands, this is the element of fire. Mm-hmm. It is, it can also be, I feel like, spirituality and power, because when I think of a wand, I think of like, you know, like magic, so it's like your power. And as a Pisces with a whole bunch of Taurus in me, I don't know much about this energy. <laughs> okay, so I guess I'll wing it. <laughs> <laughs> the ace that could be like a new exciting experience. Yeah. A desire, so yeah. It's the the impetus, I think that's the word I want, mm-hmm. to really go out and do something new and like... I feel like even though it's not necessarily the Ace of Pentacles, it's like, you know, to start a new business, you really got to, like, have that whatever, that new endeavor. Even in that phallic sort of imagery, it's like that, oh, like, okay. <laughs> like, I see you over there. What's up? What's up? Hey, come here. I see you over there or whatever. <laughs> I want you to come here. Right. Please uh, release. <laughs> hey, you there. That's what it was. Hey, you there. You yeah. there looks like a very um phallic object so it could mean that you're like about to get some mm-hmm. yeah so and i think it is it's like like when i was saying it's the fire is the energy that like you know gets butterflies out of chrysalis and makes fire uh flowers bloom and stuff like that like that's the ace of wands like that spark that flame that fire and i think throughout the sort of like the journey in wands there may be some spaces where like we question what we do with that spark there may be some spaces where maybe we got a little bit too much fire and we don't know what to do with it but fire it's one of those things that like if it's not nurtured then it can go out very quickly um and it can also be really consuming so mm-hmm. we'll get into we'll get into it <laughs> okay so now we move to our Two of Wands. So, in the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, it's also, it's always depicted as two wands standing, and then the person holding one of the wands is holding, like, an orb that looks like the world. Um, so, the two wands can represent, like, a doorway. Um, it it can represent, like, planning for something. It can represent potential. It can represent manifestation. That's all I got. I know in the Pride Tarot for the Two of Wands, they do that. Mm-hmm. That, like, two different interpretations of the same idea. Right. And so if it's, like, if there's different people, like, let's say, like, it's you and somebody else, 
and you both want to sort of do something. I want to say start a business because it's just the easiest. Like you both want to start a business, um, but you have like different ways of like going about it. And so in that, it can be a space of navigating sort of like which direction you want to go in. And in that, I think sometimes it can be a little bit of a crossroads energy because you are at the beginning of something brand new. You haven't necessarily taken that first step yet. You're like sitting at the precipice and you're like, you know, am I going to take my first step when you just go, you're not going to allow that sort of unknown to keep you from going about whatever this brand new thing is. Uh, this is also Mars in Aries traditionally. Ooh. Yeah. So that's why so, it's like, <laughs> that's amazing. Cause like, yeah, it's like, you're about to be starting something. You're about to be starting something. <laughs> like, literally. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> about to get under. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Because Mars is so comfortable in his home sign, right? So it's perfect. Like, you have this double fire energy mm-hmm. coming into play. Oh, my gosh. So I guess in that way, it's almost like the card of courage. Right. courage to take that leap of faith the courage to go into something brand new what's that uh distant frontiers or whatever yeah right i mean oh. and also like thinking about mars energy like it's also like reading like reading yourself up for the next threshold and the next venture mm-hmm. you're about to drive off on this road trip you're making sure you got the gas in the tank you make sure you're packed that you got everything like like you're preparing for that decision before it even like comes to pass. Well, I didn't know Mars prepared, but I agree. <laughs> I mean, Sometimes Mars just it, like, let's go. It depends on the situation, but it can be that. Cause yeah, True. Mars can just yeah. be like out of nowhere, like, you doing it? Like, what? <laughs> I wasn't I was caught off guard. But yeah. Mars is like, I told you that we were doing this like two seconds ago. Come on. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Like, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll figure it out. I can be like that sometimes. And I think like like when you get it in a reading, then that's when it's like, you know, you want to make sure or not make sure. I think sometimes it's also like it can be that energy of like you're already prepared for this, too, because I think sometimes when we approach something new, we can like kind of get in our heads. And this card could be that, like, you know, you're ready or it could be that, like, like you said, like, get ready because right. this is happening. Um, and that's how, like, you know, when you read and stuff, just it, it, it all comes up in context, and you fill it out. Right, so. exactly. It's all context. Okay, so now we move on to our three of wands, which I love this card. So like the three of wands, <laughs> the three of wands, is like um, progress. It's um, expansion. I want to say also like slow self like exploration <laughs> because. At least what I've gotten in readings is this card is kind of like the portal, right? The three wands form a window and you're looking through the window, but also like, let's just say someone is not used to being in the limelight, right? This card could be an indicator being like, people are about to start looking at you Mm -hmm. or people are looking at you and you don't know they're watching you type of energy. I've gotten that context with this card in a reading. The things that you're passionate about are attracting people and you don't even know it Mm -hmm. type of energy. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think like when I first started, because I was like, what's the difference between the two and the three of wands? Because they both kind of sort of carry an energy of like embarking. And it was like, you know, the two of wands is you sort of like at the very beginning. The three of wands is you like. On your journey. But you're at a space of waiting for something outside of you to take you further. Because like you said, like that could be the space where there, like you have supporters that you don't even know of. Like there's all like you are getting attention and something is about to come in and take you even further. And so in that, it's almost like not necessarily a space of reevaluation, but it's a space of like maybe looking at how far you've come since you started your journey and maybe like something new excuse me or something that you've acquired along the way taking you even further something that you didn't necessarily have at the very beginning 
and this is the sun in Aries. So we move from Mars to the sun, which so much I mean, they're both really like masculine sort of energies, right. right? So that's I guess that's the similarity in that. But with the sun, like you said, like that's like other people. Like you're starting to get noticed. You're starting to right. shine. Right. And I then guess. the sun is representation of the self. Right. You know, so once again, like that's like you said, like that self getting recognized and then the self exploration. Yeah, stop until the beat drops. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh that's my song. <laughs> 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 that's still I have you. <laughs> oh my gosh, I heard that song in years. That makes okay, me excited when I heard it. Okay. Yeah, love automatic. Bullets, nice eyes, everything's the right size. Girl, my eyes are glued to you. And I've got no script, no line, stomach full of butterflies. But I'm gonna prove to you and how much I feel you. Okay, all right. Just let the music <laughs> take control. Sorry. I and love the song is this next, so it's perfect. Because that's like, you know, reception music. Let's go. Or maybe not. I don't know. So the Four of Wands is Venus in Aries, which is, it's typically a card of celebration. It's a card of a milestone. Um, I would say a Four of Wands milestone is one that is a little bit more like typical. So it's Mm -hmm. like, typically it's like a wedding or something like that. It's something coming into union, two different Mm -hmm. things coming together. And so at the, I guess at the three of wands where there was like, you know, people who were supporting or you were garnering attention and like, in ways that you didn't know the four of wands is a space of public celebration. Mm-hmm. And so now you're in the space of like living in that moment, experiencing that it's a big day, you know, it may be a little, uh, there may be a little Zilla energy. I don't know if it's bridezilla or <laughs> graduate Zilla or <laughs> whatever else Zilla I don't typically get Zilla energy with this, but it is just like, you know, it's a it's a, a day to be remembered. It's a momentous occasion. It's something, it's an accomplishment. Because for me, this card is always like, you know, celebrate how far you've come. Celebrate, mm-hmm. you know, your small winnings, right? Because once again, we're always go, go, go. Take time to celebrate the small winnings because everything is worth celebrating. Yeah. And with this being another Aries energy, I guess it's another card of like beginnings. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, like when we look at the Four of Wands, we're looking at the celebration, but it's like we're celebrating the end of one phase of a journey, but it's at the same time a new one. Like if you're getting married, your single life is over, but your married life is beginning. If you're graduating, now you're going out into the real world. It's like, that's why I think sometimes with this card, I feel like every time I get a message or I read, like, you know, like, celebrate your wins, but remember that you're not finished yet. Like, there's still more to go. Yeah. Like, that can sort of come in here. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Anything else for the four line? No. Now to the five. As we know, all fives are about change, because five is a number of change. <laughs> We've seen... The five of cups. We see in the five of swords. Now we're on the five of wands. And this card has energy that is so gorgeous. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. Or just like chaotic at the same time. No, I'm just playing. Uh, This is a card of conflict (laughs) and contention and competition. So it's not as necessarily harsh as the five of swords was. Because the five of swords could have been a little bit of that bullying energy. But it's almost with the Five of Wands. It's like the Five of Swords, even if there is a winner, the winner doesn't really win. Mm Because it's like, yeah, you've won, but at what cost? With the Five of Wands, it's almost like nobody wins. Nobody wins. Nobody loses. We're just in here acting up for the sake of acting up. Right. We're just all in the ego. There's miscommunication. There's conflict. And this Um, is in Leo. So that makes sense. So like, think about the shadow side of Leo, right? So think about the ego going unchecked. So think about you're so passionate about something in your heart, but to the point where like it can get you in trouble. Right. Because you're not necessarily taking other people into consideration. Right. 
Right. And then you're dealing with other people who aren't taking other people right. into consideration and ain't right. nobody thinking about nobody else. They just thinking about what yeah. they want. So the fire becomes a wildfire in this card. Um, but at the same time, this card can also represent that to keep your like composure in like a like fiery situation in a sense. Mm-hmm. So for example, the five of wands in the divine tarot deck Tarot the Divine. Uh, it's the brothers fighting. I like that one. But at the end of the day, they just come back together, right? Like, yeah, they might have had to fight each other, pull some hair, stab some arms or something. But at the end of the day, they were just like, you know, but we're we here st- for each other. We cool. We still brothers, you know? Right, basically. Yeah, yeah. Nothing vital, so I'm good. Right. <laughs> so this card could also be energy of, you know, have... Like, having that, like, I want to say emotional intelligence over your passions, mm-hmm. in a sense, to the point where it's not overtaking everything and consuming everything. Right. And I think, like, when it is something that you're really, really passionate about, it can be really difficult. Just, like, you can get really sort of, like, tunnel vision focused on that thing and be kind of blind to everything outside of that. And so it isn't necessarily like bad, but like you said, it's to to contextualize things and to be aware of like more than just what you're trying to do in the moment. Right. And I think this could also be a space. It's like if the two of wands introduced that, like we all have the same idea, but we want to go about it in a different way. This would be the space where we are having a conversation or a heated debate about uh, that sort of very thing. And I think it's interesting that it comes up here because it almost brings to mind. It's like, you know, if you have an idea and you know, it's going to be successful and you start with, and I did a, um, an internship and they actually told us this, it was, a like a startup internship, like building a business. And they're like, do you want to have all of those heavy, like, how are we going to split the assets? How are we going to divide this conversation before the money starts coming into the company because mm-hmm. once the money is there and once like, cause again, like we've already like gotten recognized and noticed we've already celebrated our success. Now with the five of wands, it's like, this is where things can kind of sort of fall apart. If you didn't make sure everyone was on the same page before. Cause like, you know, we all kind of had a different idea, but we didn't know that right. this was going to be like, we ain't have money, money, money yet. But now people right. throwing dollars at us. It's like, well, I want more. And like, you know, you know, sometimes right. the person that do the least is the one that's like, well, I want more. And that's why you you just have it all contracted up in the first right. place, which is what and you were saying about that preparation in the two of wands. Mm-hmm. So make sure it you also makes sense coming off of the four of wands, because it's like that, like, first really fiery debate after getting married. So yeah. you're past the honeymoon phase, you know what I mean? <laughs> and life starts to set in and you're just like, OK. There might have been some things we kind of like oversaw or just kind of like threw out the window, and now they're coming into the limelight. Yeah, and, it's and like, em- you know, emotions maybe are you high. Somebody leave their socks on the floor, or maybe they throw the towels and the bed sheets together with the normal clothes, and so nothing gets dry and it's all just clumped together. Right? It's like, um, if you leave this wet stuff in here, something might mildew, girl. Um, right. So, can we separate this, please? Right. Or they don't I'm put like, the toilet seat down. <laughs> my thing is low-key. So my thing, because in the house, you know, we leave the toilet, we leave the, the seat down, but the lid up. Yeah. My thing is like, well, why don't we just put the lid down? So then right. everyone has to put it up. Either right. you put up just the lid or you put up the lid in the seat. Right. Rather than, you know. I mean, that's what I do at my house. We keep the lid down because like, when you flush, that stuff gets like flushed, like the particles get into the air. So we like yeah. keep the seat down so that there's not just like poop particles in the air. <laughs> but, <laughs> but my mom, um, she she be fixed. She be like, I'm like, but yeah. I think I did go to the bathroom one night and the seat was up, and you know, yeah, my butt touched the rim, but it was. Oh, no. <laughs> I was yeah. like. But like I, I guess I'm big enough that like I didn't fall into the toilet, so it could have been worse. Right. I like guess. if you were like five years old and your butt touched the water. 
Right. You like, who is calling? And then you got to call your mom because you can't get out. Like, my mom's stuck. Mm-mm. I, I would have been that kid to do that. <laughs> like, I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. She's like, boy, you got two eyes for a reason. But yeah, sorry. Yeah, but yeah, this is the space, like you said, it's like when that honeymoon phase is over and now you have to adjust to a change in your like your reality when it was just you. And so you move from that to the six of wands. This is Jupiter in Leo. Daddy, big daddy. Okay, daddy. So we move from we move from Saturn to Jupiter again, and now we feeling good. The six of wands is typically a card of victory. It can be a card of like the triumphant return. I think in a lot of decks, he's shown like on the horse holding the wine with the wreath on it, symbolizing like victory and completion of something and stuff like that. Rekindle your fire. Yeah. And I don't know too much any fire sign who ain't going to celebrate themselves. Like, yeah, I did that. That was me. Do you see me out there? Well, Aries is. Aries is like, oh, I'm about to do it. I'm about to do it. Let's go. Like, watch me. Like, watch me dive off the deep end or like the high, whatever. And right. Leo's like, you know, I'm already it. Like, I see yeah. it. I know you see it. Everybody see it. Sagittarius and... is like, well, Sagittarius be like, Sagittarius, I think, is like Aries and Leo, but it's for me, it's more in like, a, like almost like an intellectual sort of space. Right, where like Aries would be the first to do something sort of like physically. I feel like Sagittarius would be the one that's like going in and like discovering something. Where Leo would be like the center of attention. I feel like Sagittarius would be that person who's sort of like gotten that recognition. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when we move into the eight, nine, ten, it's like, you know, mm-hmm. they've already gone through the Aries, they've already gone mm-hmm. through the Leo. Right. But at but, the same time, I feel like Sagittarius don't like, they're like, okay, what's next? Top energy sometimes. Yeah, true. <laughs> like, celebrate it. Celebrate. Like, stop being go, go, go. Like, actually celebrate it. You deserve it. You deserve it. <laughs> yeah. It can be a little bit, you know, like, and next. What's next? Right. Like, Basically, okay, well, I'm just like, why wait? We just got here. <laughs> right. At the six of wands, make sure you, at, at, at any point in phase in your life, it's probably good to stop and celebrate, but especially here. Because like you brought up like that imposter syndrome, it's like, okay, well, like if everyone is celebrating you for this, then girl, like, I'm not going to say that they're all wrong. Like, you you did something worthy of celebration. And I think another thing about wands and like fire energy is that it's very honest. Like whatever it's feeling in the moment, you're going to get it. It may be a little too much sometimes for certain people. But mm-hmm. it's like it is a very honest element. And this is like a genuine celebration at the Six of Wands, which means that you genuinely did something to deserve right. it. And this could also be an energy of like there may be people who are like secretly wishing you ill will or something because they're jealous of your successes. And this good card could also be encouragement to like just keep your head held high. Yeah. People compare. And it's not their journey, it's yours. And you worked hard to get where you are and you deserve to have this moment. Right. And like when you say that, like there's a whole not a whole bunch of people, but sometimes people will be like, Well, let me like knock them off their high horse. Right. And then in the six of wands card, he is like coming back on that horse. <laughs> right. But it's like again, it's like it's something that he, they, you, she built. So it's it's like you did the work. So like and you could do it again and again and again because you've done it. So it's not like if I, I think and sometimes people on the outside, because we have our own limitations that we abide by, sometimes we think mm-hmm. or we can automatically assume that we have it harder than someone else because someone else was able to overcome their limitations. Right. And then, you know, they'd be like, oh, well, if I had it like this and if I had it like that, then, yeah, I'd be able to do it, too. And it's like, right. okay, but, but you don't again, know my school. Right. They're always, it's always like that person, but they're on the outside looking in, right? right? You can look outside of the snow globe, but you don't know what's going inside the snow globe. Right. Like, this is everybody in town. Like, y'all wasn't out on the battlefield. Y'all just, y'all saw me when I left and you see me coming back. 
But everything that happened out there, y'all know. It was the five of wands out there. Okay. No, this kind of transitions us into the seven sometimes. Um, because in the seven of wands, the seven of wands is a card of being at advantage. It's having the high ground. It's like you've like I said, like you've already done it. And so this could be the space where, like, I think I've said it, I've heard it read as like a defensiveness sometimes, because, you know, if you do attract a lot of envy or if you do attract a lot of people that try to, like, tear you down because of the things that they aren't able to reconcile within themselves, you might like you might see that more here, like in the six mm-hmm. of wands, it could be like more behind the scenes, like hushed whispers and stuff like that and mm-hmm. little nasty like looks. But mm-hmm. here it's like this is where they might approach you, and right. or they're like sp- like spraying paint in your house or something like that, or stabbing your tires or putting sugar in your gas tank. Right, <laughs> the sneaker bar. I'm putting a sneaker bar in this gas tank, <laughs> and it's like it's it's that like remember who you are and what you've done. Like it's not that you're necessarily above this, but you don't have to stoop that low. Um, I think this could also be, you know, a little bit of that high that we get after we accomplish something where we might be like, yeah, I did that. Like, I'm the best. All y'all's trash. Y'all can't do what I did. This is Mars Mars and Leo. So, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, like you said, that ego, that competition, that challenge. But also, like, this is you fighting for your idea. But at the same time, if you're if you feel like you are being defensive or you feel like you need to explain yourself or you feel like you are threatened, internally ask yourself why you feel that way. Why do you need to explain to them? Why do they need an explanation? Why do right. you need to defend your dream? Like obviously stand up for what you believe in, but at the end of the day, it's your dream and not theirs. Mm-hmm. Prove your skill without coming from the ego. Because it's like at the seven, you've already done everything that you've right. needed to do. Anything right. that you've had to prove, you've already proven. That's why right. you were at the six of one. And I think maybe sometimes, I guess going back to that imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. that could really be like flaring up here. Right. If you still feel the need to like prove something or like. Right. Or explain yourself yeah. when you don't need to explain anything. You have right. a right to be you. Like, what? <laughs> Yeah, and to be unbothered, like, hey, like you, that's wasted energy right there. Like, you ain't got time or capacity for someone else's shenanigans because they feel some type of way because they're on the outside looking in, right? They don't know the nights where you like collapse into yourself from like you know, exhaustion. They don't know any of that, they don't see what goes on behind closed doors, right. They envy the sort of successes, but they like where are they at for the multiple failures or the right. countless failures and for right. the when you had to pick yourself up when like you said when you in your room crying at night because you don't know if it's gonna like right you may know that it's successful, but like when you like don't have that external support when people aren't like mm-hmm. when it's not moving anywhere. Mm-hmm. But then like after you go through all of that and then you get that recognition. Now it's like all of that comes. And that's why I was like, you know, they see you when you leave and they see you when you come back. When you was out right. there and they don't know what was going on. Right. And oh, I think yeah. one thing I do like about that Mars energy here is that I think it's like, especially with this being Leo and Leo for me, it's not necessarily an energy of conformity, but like with Leo being the sun, all of the planets sort of like rotate around it. Right. And so it's almost like you're dealing with an entire solar system. And then Mars is that one that's like, okay, I see you, but I'm still going to go and do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to fall in. I'm going to go against the grain. And in this deck, in the Spirit Keeper's Tarot, it's like the dark horse. Right. It's like, you know, you ain't got to conform. And I think mm-hmm. another thing is like sometimes, and I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily speaking from personal experience, mm-hmm. but if you find a lot of success in an area and if people come to depend or rely on you or like they make you like this sort of one trick pony, mm-hmm. then it may feel like you may feel that you no longer have 
the freedom to go out and explore or to do different things. Right. Because it's like, well, they only want this from me. They're expecting this from me. Like that one Disney movie, Decon, back in the day with the girl that got that famous dude's cell phone. And then at the end of the movie, he was like, I don't want to sing this kind of music. I want to sing the kind of music that I want to sing. And the music people were like, well, your fans don't want that. Like, you know, that's not who you are. That's not your image. This is what you do. And you do it well. Keep doing this. Mm -hmm. And so it can also sort of be, I guess, a space of that internal struggle Mm -hmm. where, again, it's like, and, you know, Mars and Aries was that two of ones. So it's like Mm -hmm. you already have yourself established. So if you start something new after that six of wands, like you already have a name. People already know you. There's already expectation there. So new doesn't necessarily look the same. Right. Uh, And then another thing that's coming to me in this card is I always quote Moana, but it's such a good movie. You know, um, the part of the movie where she sings that song, you know who you are. I know who you are. You know what I mean? Like when she's giving the heart back to Tafiti. You know, they have stole the heart from inside you. Because, you know, everyone's trying to grab at you because of jealousy or whatever. But you know who you are. And you don't have to prove it to nobody. This is that liberation. This is new liberation. Let's go. Okay, I feel the fire. I feel the fire. Right? I feel like I'm appreciating the wines already so much more. Yes. Okay, okay. (laughs) Come on, bring it. Eight of wands. So, eight of wands, this is Mercury and Sagittarius. Which is busy. I feel like that's busy, which is why it's the Eight of Wands, too. The Eight of Wands is a very, very, very quick energy. I know this is like that, like, receiving messages or sudden communication or... Because it is, you know, it's an energy of communication. I guess that's the Mercury here. With the Sagittarius, it's also an element of, like, outside. Because, like, Gemini is more like your local sort of community... Sagittarius is like, well, how do people live on the other side of the world mm-hmm. type of energy? Um, and so this could be, I guess, communication inside or outside. Right. Now, on the, I guess if we go off of what, like, the end of the Seven of Wands was, like, this is you being like, okay, well, I'm just going to go out and do what I want to do. I don't care. I don't care that this is what they say. I don't care that this is what they think. I don't care if this is what they right. expect. I'm going to enjoy my life. I'm going to be free. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to be a Sagittarius because Sagittarius right. are all about freedom and fun. Right. And then this is like, I feel like it's the energy of like the world around you just like lighting up, like reacting yeah. to that, responding to that. Like you want to have fun, but we want you to have fun. You going over here with this fun stuff over here. You going over there, it's fun stuff over there. It's like no matter where you go, it's like this is one of those cards where you can really experience the magic of the world around you, the universe, the divine spirit, and how it works through like all of that. If you're sort of like beautiful, right? Oh my gosh. Like I already love this card because once again, like you said, it's that card of movement change and things working quickly. But I look at this card, the wands are coming down from the sky. Like, almost, I can see this almost as, like, divine intervention as well. Mm-hmm. The universe has a plan for you, and that plan's coming in, like, real quick. You know, or this could be divine intervention for, like, whatever is happening. This could be a Russian manifestations, a Russian blessings, a Russian new passions, new ideas. And the possibilities are endless. Like, I, this car, ooh, this car gives me chills. Like, where you've had time to prepare the two of wands at the eight of wands, you just got to be ready because <laughs> no, it's coming like, in. Right. Is that ready or not? Here we come. And then you get like everybody in. I'm like, oh my gosh. Right. Okay. It's like, it's raining arrows, fiery arrows from the sky. Like, they're coming. You can't, you ain't right. got time to run or nothing. <laughs> Are you like, is it my birthday today? Is it Christmas? Like, what's going on? Where's all this right. coming from? Ooh, okay. I'm about it. I'm about it. Oof. Okay. Nine of wands. <laughs> This is the moon in Sagittarius. Ooh. I think, so the nine of wands is typically the wounded warrior. It's the space of like, you know, you've been at something for a while. And especially like after you experience so much expansion and quickness Mm -hmm. at the eight of wands, it's almost like anything after that is going to feel like too slow. Um, But I think like with the moon in Sagittarius, this is almost like exploring 
a different side of yourself like emotionally or exploring yeah. the it's like so Sagittarius it's like the 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 globe trotter right so it's like mm-hmm. you know you've left your comfort you're in this new country you're in this new space everything is new everything is amazing everything is wild this is where like the homesickness starts to set in right. this is where I guess like you start to miss the comforts of your home and like being able to have a space where you feel like you sort of belong. So I guess the nine of wands and in that wounded warrior energy, it can come out a little bit sometimes like you against the world, or it might feel like that. Mm. Um, I'm not necessarily going to say this is that it's lonely at the top sort of energy, but I guess it could be because it's like, well, you've already experienced, you've already celebrated at the four. You were recognized at the six had even more rapid expansion at the eight. And now it's like, it's almost that energy of like, well, do people even see you when they see you? Or do Mm -hmm. people sort of see like what you're known for? Do they see the Mm -hmm. musician or the artist or the boss, the CEO? Like, right. And I think in that, it's where like you can sort of be surrounded, but still feel like isolated and alienated in a way. Right. And I feel like it's also a card of like being burnt out yeah because the whole the whole suit you've been like go 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 that fiery go 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 and now it's like man we're tired like (laughs) like bro like it could be a card of like being burnt out you're burnt out you need a break like it's okay to be after your dreams but there needs to be some type of balance going back into that since it's associated with the moon you can't just work, work, work. There has to be some type of rest. Just like you can't continuously pour into other people and never pour into yourself. You can't be just doing out, working, right. externalizing, creating, creating, and never like recharging it. Right. Like taking that step back to, you know. Because the issue is that if you keep burning yourself out, you're going to end up like the Ten of Wands. <laughs> I've been here, Loki. This be me at the end of the semester. I was like cramming to like pass my finals and then I just sleep for like two weeks. <laughs> this is Saturn in Sagittarius. Ooh, that's like yeah. Saturn return energy. <laughs> like <Ooh. laughs> that's what it feels like. Right. We start with who was it? Mercury, where everything was quick, and even in the moon, it's like it's not necessarily snow slow, but Saturn right. is like, ah, stop. Hold up. Mm-mm, don't move. We got right. you. So this is you completely using up all of your energy to the point where, like, it's the card that's kind of like you work yourself to death and you mm-hmm. die card. Like, that's literally the energy of this card. Or you just, like, you, you stretched out on the bed and you can't move. This is my mom and my grandma. I'm like, y'all always just go, 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 doing so much for other people, never listening that's, to your body. That's that generation, though. That's the generation because my mama does that too. Because literally, she was like, My friends come to visit me, but I still have to work. But, mama, when do you rest? Right. Like, I get work is important. I know you mean money because of capitalism, but quality time is also just as important. Right. You know, because you work all the days and then you wonder why you, you know, like, oh, whatever happened to so-and-so, you know? Like, they kept asking you to come out, and you were like, nah, I got work, nah, I got work, so they stopped asking. Next thing you know, y'all distant. Like, this also, this also could be a card of, like, the way you're, continue, you can, you're continually going, there needs to be a change. So this could even be, like, a card of transformation. Yeah. There needs to be a change. You can't keep doing what you're doing. You can't keep burning yourself out. You can't keep doing this. You can't like, keep. This is not healthy. Like right. until you burn out and crash, it's not healthy. That's not no. like let's let's not get in that. Like, well, I'll just crash when like I'm done, and then I'll recover, and then I'll like be back to do it all over again. It's like okay, right. well, I don't know if your body can handle right. that repeated stress. Right, and this could also be a card of like you being afraid to ask for help and you feel like you have to do everything yourself you're like oh no i'll do it oh no i'll do it but like it's okay to ask for help because when you're doing everything yourself once again burnt out 
And it's like, I've seen that a lot. It's like that overburden. Like, that's what this right. card typically is. Like, traditionally, right. it's like overburdened, overwhelmed, overworked. But a lot of times when it comes out, especially being at the 10, which is the completion of one cycle and the beginning of a new one, mm-hmm. it's like there's probably something or someone in your environment that can help you out with this. Like, you don't have to do it alone. Right. You don't have to do it by yourself. And I think with fire energy in general, almost going back to the two of wands, sometimes it can be hard to trust other people with our vision. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's why, like, one of those, like, well, if you want it done right, then do it yourself. So I'm doing it myself. And it's like, no, like, find people that you can trust. Learn to rely on people. If you... Mm-hmm like fear like getting on the same page and like work on communication like communicate right. it more effectively and then also after you communicate it like ask them all right like what they got from what you said because mm-hmm. then you can you can know right then and there if they got and received what you were trying to communicate and you can right. like correct it fix right. it because like we learned we learned this communication at the six of wands we learned it right we know how and- to do it Use your voice, like my mama says. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, is that? I've also seen like the Ten of Wands is a card of like a spiritual journey. Yes. Just because they are so intense, and even though it is overburdened, I think a lot of times the Ten of Wands is also a card of movement. Um, it's that person like struggling with all the wands on their back, trying right. to go somewhere. Um, yes. Yeah. Which is very much so not the Eight of Wands energy because Eight of Wands was so fast, but like you said, Ten of Wands is so burnt out. They're right. like crawling if they can move at all. Right, carrying the walls on their back, they're trying to move, but right. And in this card, it's like it's this person. Like there's a whole cart with like oxen and everything ready to take these wands. And like the divine is trying to lift this burden, and that person is like, No, no, I got it. It's mine. I can do it. And it's like, Let go. At that point, what can you do? Let go and let the universe do its thing. Cause that's all you can do. <laughs> right. And that's that, like, you better sit down before your body sits you down type of energy. Right. Like we was already talking about with that burnout. It's like, right. or you're starting to get that balance. Right. The Knight of Wands is where we really, <laughs> okay, well. The Knight of Wands, some people call the player, the play. because it's all about being in the moment and doing the thing that makes you happy and excited. It's like, you know, you get a taste of that at the page. And mm-hmm. then I think at the night, maybe you get a little carried away to the part where you maybe potentially um, start to neglect certain responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Or that's like one way to read it. And I think that's why it's like we're so concerned with like feeling good and like doing what we want to do. And especially right. coming after all, all like all of that burnout, maybe coming out of phases where you didn't really have the time or energy to do what you really wanted to do. Maybe this is just because you've discovered a new passion. Right. And you're just like, I want to dig into this. Where's this been all of my life? I was over there doing all of this, like F all of that. I'm about this now. Like right. what? <laughs> and you know. Sometimes that works, sometimes it don't, because you still got responsibilities. Right? Oh my gosh. Like you said, it's that it's definitely that energy of like going to the beat of your own drum type mm-hmm. of energy. You're just like, yeah, whatever. Like to the point where you're almost like aloof, I would say. Remember those card the like Tom and Jerry cartoons back in the day where you see people walking like reading something and then like all this stuff is happening behind them. Like they almost got an anvil land on their head. They almost got hit by a car, but they're still walking and reading or something like that. Like is that type of energy. Oof me. <laughs> that was me when I was on campus. <laughs> this like, person was like, and it was so sad. Cause I liked her. Like she seemed so cool. Mm-hmm. And every time I saw, cause Bethany, I don't know. You know, Bethany, maybe um, not. I'm just throwing names. I'm yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, like slinging names out there. Yeah. So I met her through Bethany, and every time I would see Bethany, Bethany would be like, "Oh, like this girl said that she saw you, and you just like didn't even see her." I'm right. like, oh, "Well, tell her to say something to me." Like when I'm going from point A to point B, I got my headphones in. I'm in outer space, and my legs are just moving. Right. <laughs> and you don't, 
curse to me or yell at me. I am not even going to notice that you exist, unfortunately. I'm sorry. Right. It just be like that sometimes. And this night of wine sometimes, it'd be like, I'm not grounded. Like, I'm not here. I'm, I'm out living my best life. Right. I'm living the fantasy. Kind of like the Knight of Cups a little bit, where the Knight of Cups is a little bit more dreamy and like imaginative and romantic. The Knight of Wands is more like it's that same energy of passion, but it's like going like living it rather than like fantasizing about it and like, you know, coming up with all this artistry and poetry and like whether expressing it, the Knight of Wands is out using that Ace of Wands. <laughs> right? Uh and they get a bad rap, but in the Pride Tarot, what I do love is that they talk about this night as, like, the power of compassion mm-hmm. and, like, having agency and advocacy for yourself and for people who don't have a voice. It's almost like like Paul Revere, like that British, like the British are coming. It's riding through. It's bringing awareness. It's It's putting people in a position to see something. Because I think, like, if we think of the wands as, like, a torch, you know, if something blows in on, whoa, if it's too fast, you might be like, what was that? The light was only here for, like, two seconds. I didn't really get to see it. But it is, it's like an awareness with movement. Like, it's a night. It's a movement. It's action. This is what it's supposed to be. And it's wands. It's going to be passionate. It's going to be fiery. We might forget that you know, the world is there. That's like when you end the zone and the creative zone and everything else like melts away and time flies and there's no sense of anything around you. And it's a beautiful space to be in, but unfortunately we can't live there. And it's not that we can't integrate aspects of that into our life to have that healthier balance. And it's not that we can't create lives that are centered around things that we're really passionate about. Now we go to our queen. The queen of ones. She's the one that's hot and charismatic that people just can't take their eyes off of. She's like this bewitching beauty. Speaking of bewitched, I can't. <laughs> what, um, what sign is this? Is this Leo? So <clears throat> the knight of wands would be mutable fire, Sagittarius. The page of wands and the ace of wands are just like overall fire. Uh, the Queen of Wands could be Cardinal Fire Aries, oh, and then the King okay, of Wands okay. would be Fixed Fire Leo. Which... Okay. Ooh, so this is the fierceness, the warmth, the inner flame. This is a woman who got herself together. She mm-hmm. ain't taking no mess. She's like, I know what I want. Can right. you bring it? Like that's her energy. Every time I see the Queen of Wands. Like, I know what I want and I know what I'm worth. Right. And if you're not bringing what I want, if you're not on like something that I am worthy of, um, right. uh, then why are you here? Right. She like literally, she brings out the best in herself. But because of mm-hmm. the type of energy that she, the type of energy that she has, she brings out the best in those around her as well. Yeah. And that's something that I saw a while ago that I never like the court cards for me. I feel like most of the time I don't even know. (laughs) It's so heavy about the context. But a while ago, I saw that like the Queen of Wands is so like Mm self-confident and so self. She's her own biggest fan. I mean, she's that person who's like. I don't even know how to explain it. Like the energy she brings, like you, we know what it is, but it's like the energy she brings is, I know what I got, but what do you have? Like type of energy. And Ooh. it's not like, it's not like cocky or anything. No, it's, not at she, all. She, just, she is that. She's right. that. She's it's not even that, cocky. It's like she's that talented. Right. She's that girl. She's that woman. She is right. who she is. How you see her. It's how she actually is. Right. She know, she know you know that. She know you had eyes that can see, ears that can hear. Not to be, you know, um, an ableist. Yeah. Right. So Yeah, you know, but when she says bring it, it's not like come fight me. It's more of like, I have it in you, girl. so I know you got it in you too. So I need to see it. Right. We got this together. 
And that's the thing that it said. It's like the Queen of Wands also encourages that in other people. Mm-hmm. And so she may not necessarily be the energy that you go to if you can't see it within yourself. Right. Because this is the standing up for your... Pulling, yeah. Keep pulling, keep pulling. She's like, I need to see it. I need right. to see it. Say it with some bass in your voice. She is the definition of standing up in your authenticity. Right. That is her. She is the yeah. embodiment of that. And because she is that, it's like everything and everybody is just drawn to her. Right. It's just like naturally. Ooh, I just got chills again. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay, Queen. <laughs> like, I see you. I see you, Queen. <laughs> <laughs> she said, Maybelline, girl, maybe for you, <laughs> but not for me. This is Queen of Minds. It's like maybe it's just in her or. Maybe it's just in her. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I miss those old Maybelline commercials, Loki. Maybe it's Maybelline. So yeah, that's the energy of the Queen of Wands. I think in her shadow, she might be a little like self-absorbed. Maybe. Yeah. I, don't, I can't really think of shadowy Queen of Wands energy. I mean, she could also be like blunt type of energy. Yeah. 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 And that might rub people the wrong way. Because I don't... Kind of sort of like the Queen of Swords. I don't really see her entertaining things that aren't... She don't put up with BS. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> and I guess like I was saying earlier, like if you are someone who struggles with self-confidence, mm-hmm. then the Queen of Wands... Like you may find it difficult... Like you and the Queen of Wands may find it difficult to be in the same room. Because mm-hmm. she's going to keep pushing for that and her like low self esteem tolerance might like you might drain her like her her battery for that to the point where maybe she would get a little like dismissive at a certain point in her shadow. Um, okay. She's like, well, like if you can't believe in you, I can't believe in you enough for you to believe in you. So, right. um, and I guess it could also be like when we put on that energy. But we haven't found it within ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then, like, all of the weirdness that that manifests. Like, when you are out, like, just imposter syndrome. Like, when you're out sort of, like, faking it till you make it. It's, I guess, it's not necessarily imposter syndrome. It's just that, like, it's all of that mental static that goes on when it's, like, you know that the person that you portray on the outside isn't who you actually are on the inside. Right. And how you like struggle to reconcile that. Right. And I feel like she's also a card of like, I don't know. Cause talking about that, like divine feminine, like women supporting women mm-hmm. type of energy. Cause you know, we have a, we're like, women are like, you know, sometimes coming against each other. Like, Oh, but at the end of the day, we're all feminine. We all have divine feminine in us, you know, and we need to support each other, mm-hmm. you know, and I get that kind of energy too with her sometimes. And I was watching um, on Untitled Tarot, she was talking about divine feminine rising with Empress of Duality, I think. Mm-hmm. And they have said that like women especially in the Western world has have been like so conditioned to police themselves. Yes. To appear a certain way to the point where it's like, then in certain spaces, women feel like it's their responsibility to police other women. Right. And it's like, what are you like? You need to conform. You need to be this. You need to do that. Like, this is just what the structure is. And I think with like the queen of wands, she isn't necessarily going to be that. She's not your cookie cutter queen. Exactly. If that's who she is, that's not who she's going to be. Mm-hmm. And I think it can be an energy that exists outside of certain uh, structures, mm-hmm. stereotypes. Yeah, there we go. So celebrate. And the Queen of Wands know how to celebrate other people. Yes, yeah, she do. I'm like, come on now. Like, is she bringing out on you? Is she bringing out on us? We about to have a party at the end of the day. Okay. Right. <laughs> and we all gonna feel good because we all being our 
100% authentic selves and we are honoring and you know each other's boundaries like if this yes. like if you're not a smoker or a drinker I'm not going to pressure you to smoke a drink. Right. But you ain't going to pressure me to not smoke or drink if I want to. Right. We could just and lay out on the grass. Oh, she did she be at that queen. She be at that 3 of cups party. I want the yes. queen of wands at my three of cups yes. party. <laughs> it's like the people drinking and then she's up there with the fire. She's like, "Oh yeah, okay. I'll bring mm-hmm. the food. We grilling." <laughs> And, like, if you don't eat meat, then we will have, you know, vegetarian, vegan options as well. Right. Because she is that queen. And, like, before I saw that, and even now, like, because I've always, like, envisioned, like, the queen of wands, oh, like, she's hot, she's attractive, everybody wants her. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's always sort of been, like, my sort of take on her. But it's also, like, she is that, like, compassionate, authentic, caring, like... She's that, like, I don't know. Anyway, I can go on and on and on and on. Okay, and on, what I you guess. Guess. with the queen? Like, she's yes, I, I I love her energy. I'll take her any day. I'm all about it. We about it, right? Now, like, let me come into my queen of wands and right now. Let's talk about her counterpart, the king of wands. This is fixed fire, Leo. The king of wands is an interesting energy, energy for me because I think the king of wands in its shadow. I guess it's easier for me to go to the King of Wands shadow. Uh, sometimes I think he could be a little bit so focused on what he desires. Because mm-hmm. like with it being a masculine energy, it's about like expression and almost like where the queen is more receptive. The king is still about like acquiring. Like, how do I go mm-hmm. about getting this? Right. And I think. For the King of Wands, sometimes he can be a little sort of like blindfolded or like tunnel vision on like what he wants um, in his shadow. And I guess in his light, the King of Wands could carry a very similar energy to the Queen of Wands. But Mm -hmm. instead of it being like the Queen and whoever she's entertaining, the King could sort of be about like establishing that space over wall. And like creating this environment, or almost maybe in a way like enforcing that environment where everyone is sort of like free to pursue what it is that they want to pursue. Where the Queen of Wands may be like, You're free to be whoever it is that you want to be. Right. The King of Wands is like, Pursue, do, like you can achieve. He's that supporter. All right, now I'm finding, I'm finding your light. He's that supporter. He's that encourager. He's also like a very entrepreneurial energy because he is the one that's like, I have a vision and I'm like, he's good at communicating his vision to other people and getting them on board. Right. Yes. He's the power. He's self-assured. He is bold. Like he's that sir. Who's like, okay, we've done it all. And now we can really like, I don't know, like empower it, what we're recreating, right? It's like he's the living being who knew he what he was born to do and he just does it. Mm. There's no questions asked. I know uh-huh. what I need to do and I know I have the resources to do it, so I'm gonna just do it. There's no and questions. That's what I, There's I no like about that Leo. Yeah. That like I I already know. And you're right. not gonna convince me otherwise. Right. So one way or another, this is gonna happen. And that's the kind of energy he brings to the table. And with the combination of the queen and that like feminine coming together, it's just perfect. <laughs> that's like utopia. That's right. where I want to live. Right. It's like, okay, we're doing the thing. We're doing the thing. And we're all encourage, encouraging each other too. Okay. I'm about right. it. And that's one thing that like, it's interesting to see in the suit of fire that you can reach a space, especially at the five, mm-hmm. that you can reach a space where there is no competition. Right. Where we, like, one flame lights another. I can light your candle and my fire burns just as bright. Right. I don't have to compete against your light. We can mm-hmm. all be out here glowing, shining together. We can be a constellation right. of stars in the sky. This is this is the card of, like, almost like just being a collective, being a one. Yeah. We all know that we're connected. And this is the card that's like, we can all be lit. I mean, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) 
Club's like, going up. <laughs> and I was gonna oh you were saying something. Oh, I feel like so if all the kings got together, the king mm-hmm. of wands would be the one that's like, I got this idea. And then like King of Swords, like, what are the logistics? How are we gonna make this happen? The right. King of Pentacles is the one who has like the resources and the funds and who knows people. Like the right. King of Swords knows people too. The King of Wands knows people too. The King of Cups, they all know people. <laughs> and the King of Cups is like, okay, like how the, will this affect our like, you know, them emotionally and stuff like that. Like Yeah. And I feel like the King of Cups really grounds it in a way where it's like, okay, like we have this idea, but like how is it gonna affect the people? Like we're kings, we're responsible for a whole kingdom. Right. Right. If you want to be industrial and whatever, well, make sure you're following environmental sort of whatever. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if it's too smoggy and smoky and polluted and if the water is contaminated and the mm-hmm. contaminated water is contaminating the field. So everything we eating is like hazardous chemicals. Mm-hmm. Then uh, we're going to need to re we're going to need to revisit this idea. Right. Because, you know, and so like all of them together, then you I guess you get the emperor when the, all the kings come together. Right. Exactly. You get the emperor and he's the embodiment of all of them like that energy oof that's why he's that's right that's why he's a major arcana but yeah yeah, this was i appreciated this i me too i was like wands is one of those suits where i'm like because i feel like in my own life i don't necessarily see a whole bunch of like oh yeah i was wandsy about i was hot about that i was passionate about that i feel like i live a pretty sedentary lifestyle I mean that would that would also be because like we kind of don't really have any fire in our virtues. <laughs> <laughs> my Venus is in Aries, and I can assure you that my Venus is in Aries, and that's pretty much yeah. I mean our North Node is Sagittarius, but that's it. <laughs> and Chiron's in Leo. Chiron's in Leo. And so actually, like, and I think we I've talked about this when we talked about our journeys. Mm-hmm. Um, like when my when I started to act in my north node and then when i started to do more of that healing and bring my chiron online like that was a lot more fire than i was used to right but i was like i don't want to be someone who like isn't caring or compassionate but at the same right. time it's like if we got to do something we're gonna have to do it right because if don't nothing change we're gonna be in this tomorrow and the day after that right and i need to we don't need to who says you need to dilute yourself for other people right type of energy like that's literally that like wound in leo the chiron like we're deluding ourselves to try to fit into the world air quotations and it Um, it reminds me of like all those things where it's like the world deserves not only does the world deserve the true authentic you the world mm -hmm. needs the authentic you because there is something that only you can do only you can offer If it's like the combination of experiences that you've gone through, if it's your mindset, if it's your heart, your soul, ain't nobody else got that down here. And nobody else got your soul. So when you're quiet, it's like it does a disservice. Now, Mm -hmm. when I was in a space, I'm like, okay, well, I don't owe nobody nothing anyway. So it's like, okay, Patrick, whatever. (laughs) But at the same time, people may need that. Like, you never know what you're going to spark in somebody else. You know, once again, going back to that analogy used with the candle lighting, like, you never know what you're going to spark in somebody else. You could be the reason that they found the path they wanted to walk down in this lifetime. Right. You know? They're watching. (laughs) Right. We all in that three of one. Somebody out there looking. I kind of feel like somebody's watching me. Could it be the IRS? (laughs) Like, pay your taxes, please. Please. I'm just playing. I remember in high school, I would be that kid. I was like, is this assignment mandatory? Is this mandatory? And uh, one of my teachers was like, all you got to do is pay taxes and die. Everything else is a choice. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, though, I was pretty annoying. Because every single time we had an assignment, I would be like, is this mandatory? I mean, but honestly, that's him, like, coming from the, like, uh, the adult mindset. Like, yeah, like, half the stuff you learned, you're not going to use it. <laughs> right? It's like, if you ain't using it, you ain't using it. Ooh, right. the tulip Tell you right just... now, I have not used the Pythagorean theorem since I left oh, school. Oh, this is so cute. Have I? 
Have you? It's the Two of Cups and the Ten of Wands. Because the Ten of Wands, it was that, like, you know, if you're feeling overburdened, there is something or someone there. And then the Two of Cups is like, oh, oh my gosh, is that spirit? Is that you? There's someone there for you. Or is it somebody about to come in on a physical? Who want to be my lover? Send your inquiries inquiries to uh, your your boyfriend applications or your husband applications. We got to know each other first. Send your boyfriend applications to tranquilispodcast at gmail.com. I don't think we have a Gmail yet, but um, we're going to make one. <laughs> I'm just you playing. Can, I'm kidding. You can, I'm kidding. You, can, you can DM the uh, DM, Instagram. DM the Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> DM the Instagram. Keep, it, keep it clean, please, because, you know, Risha takes care of, like, everything, and we ain't trying to, you know. I mean, I'm chill. I'm probably just laughing off. <laughs> <laughs> After she sends it to me. So. It's <laughs> always. Yeah, like passion. Like I don't know. I feel like the wands is also associated. Like we talk about passions, we also talk about like romantic passions. Right. When is this airing? Because I think around this is airing the sixteenth of July. So I think. Oh, hold up! Wait. It's after the new moon. I think on like July thirteenth. Or around the 13th, Venus and Mars are going to conjunct in Leo. Oh, snap. So. Okay. Okay. Fiery passion. Right. I'm like. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. My Venus in Aries is ready. (laughs) See, my Venus is in Libra. Venus rules Libra. Exactly. I guess I'll leave you guys with the quote I always leave you with. And that is. Remember that you are beautiful and whole in all of your phases, just like the moon. And I will leave you. Oh, why did it's late as night? Just poop into my mind. Oh, what a night. Um, that's it. <laughs> that's my that's it's ladies' night. Oh, that queen of wands, and maybe she's still here. All right, guys.